We are back with another episode of Video Nerds. We are on an anime kick, and today we are going to be doing Mashal, Magic and Muscle. Oh, and by the way, we are, I already said it, but we are <laughs> Video Nerds. Woo! I'm the man nerd, and I'm here with Steven Shred. That's me. That is him. Okay, so this one, you were, you were very hesitant to get into this one. Yeah. Can you can you tell me tell me why? <laughs> I thought it was going to be like a uh kind of dorky magic-y show. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was going to be a uh, kind of dorky magic-y like uh kind of show because the description that I was seeing that I was seeing a lot was um it's One Punch Man meets Harry Potter, which I love One Punch Man. But Harry Potter, not so much. <laughs> so I was very hesitant about it because I was like, I literally thought this was just going to be a full-on homage to Harry Potter, which it was in some ways, but... But it's also making fun of it. <laughs> yeah, it, it was more the One Punch Man approach to it, which I absolutely love. Yeah, this one was so good. I'm going to start with the rating on this because, hell, why not? Uh, yeah. This season, lots of fun, very funny. I, I love that. I, I love Harry Potter, so I love the magic aspect of it. I love One Punch Man, you know, that that OP character that's just destroying every obstacle in different ways, and you, you just want to see how. And it this one surprised me most of the time. I was like, okay, that works too. It was really cool. So I'm giving this one natural 20, baby. Natural 20. Yep, I'm right there with you. This show had everything. It had cool fight scenes super funny every episode like every episode there was something funny happening and then a bunch of characters that either don't take themselves very seriously or take themselves too seriously and turn into like the butt of a joke which is just perfect yep and then you get the typical anime you know, like scenes that they turn to uh, chibis and get all goofy yeah which like which works so good <laughs> <laughs> all right so uh Let's get into this. All right. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. All right. So I'll start with the first episode. You are introduced to Mash Bernadette, who is this young kid. And you see his father, who is basically the typical, like, old man. And he looks like a sorcerer because everybody in this world knows magic. It's like magic is just innate in this world. And things that can't do magic are looked down upon like they're not even human. So so people that can't do magic, they pretty much will be imprisoned or just executed. So Mash's dad has been hiding him out in this little cottage outside of a city. And he basically forced Mash to just train physically. 
his entire life. So he's always saying, train, train, train. And you find out that MASH is like superhuman strength, superhuman everything. He is just pumping iron like a madman constantly. And his big thing is he doesn't remember to pull or push doors. They always come off because he's too strong. And his dad's reaction is always, you know, kind of pissed off. But then he goes, oh, he's such a good boy. And he always goes back to that. He's such a good boy. So there's some comedy aspect to that. Now, in this episode, you find the hook for the one weird thing about this show. Mash loves cream puffs. He loves them. So he has to go down to the city to get cream puffs without his dad knowing. His dad leaves. He goes to the city. He gets found out that he doesn't know magic because apparently everybody in this world that has magic they have these weird lines on their face they can look differently but they have these lines on their face the more lines the more innate power you have so they see that he doesn't have this power but he does crazy ass things like rips the clothes off of a a cop just for the hell of it so the cops just standing there naked and then he grips the coins that he's using to pay for the cream puffs in kind of bends him in half and then he just straightens them with his fingers so everybody's just freaking out about this because they don't they've never seen anything like that they're they have magic all around them but they haven't seen anybody with that much strength so he gets caught and who was it was it basically the chief of that uh that town i forget what they call them yeah i'm pretty sure they were just magic police yeah so basically the the chief of magic police in that town goes down to the cottage that mash lives in and then you find that they're gonna try to kill him try to take him out because he does no magic and mash just kicks their ass it's like he is anti-magic like their shit does not affect him and he overpowers them so this chief decides you know what maybe we need uh, a change in the world or i'm probably gonna use you you kind of get the aspect that he's gonna use him for his own gain so he decides with the dad to send him to this magical academy and if he becomes this uh ooh, what was it it was a divine visionary divine visionary if he becomes a b- divine visionary then he gets into the higher ups in magic and he can basically be free show that not everybody needs magic to be powerful that sort of thing all right, so I'm going to leave it up to you. That is the first episode. He gets into this uh, Magic Academy. All right. So we uh, meet our main crew as the episodes go by. I'm going to speed run it a little bit. <laughs> so during um, the testing phase for uh, getting into the Academy in the very beginning of it, the one that... The, the big test that weeds out the uh, people they don't want from the people they do want. MASH meets Lemon, who is trying to throw him off because the the professor that is running the test doesn't like MASH. And that was a divine visionary, right? Yeah, so they see MASH's um, demeanor as he's probably lazy. <laughs> so... They, uh, because Lemon comes from a poor family, they kind of uh, twist her arm into just making it so MASH doesn't make it in. And it doesn't work. (laughs) 
They get into this big maze. Mash is faced with this big enemy and Mash punches it. <laughs> he then can't find his way out of the maze and he hears Lemon scared because she's, you know, in a bad spot. So he just starts punching all the walls in. <laughs> yep, goes straight through the maze. <laughs> he just makes it to the other side. And then when the professor gets pissed off and tries to uh, discipline Mash, Mash rushes him and crushes his wand. So that is basically the tone of the show where it's just the goofiest, like dumbest way to do things is just the way he does it because he's just like, why not? <laughs> Everybody's got these flashy magic powers and uh, Mash is just like, nah, break. <laughs> so then we meet Finn, who Finn was even saying uh, like, oh man, that guy, that guy's trouble. Like, and I wonder where he's going to end up. Turns out he is Mash's roommate. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> and Finn is very, uh, he, he is pretty much our, well, well, you haven't watched Attack on Titan. <laughs> so I guess he's that's a, a, he's a scaredy cat. Yeah. I was going to say he's our, he's the Armin of, uh, this, but you haven't watched Attack on Titan. So <laughs> that doesn't make a whole lot of sense to you. But yeah. He's the, uh, he's the scaredy nervous one. Who's always like, ah, I don't know about this but is trying to do his best. We then also meet Lance, who comes from a very well-off family with a very uh, the very good name in magical abilities. But his sister is sick, and the sickness she has is slowly draining her magical abilities. And it'll get to a point where she will no longer have magical abilities, and thus the same thing that was going to happen to MASH would happen to her. So his goal is to become a divine visionary and get the council's help to help reverse her sickness. And then we have Dot, the last of uh, Mash's crew, for season one at least. And Dot believes that he is the protagonist. He is the main character. Everything revolves around him. And uh, he even so much that Lemon continuously professes her love for mash and talks about how they're going to get married but dot sees it as he's the main character so she's going to end up with him <laughs> he even refers to her as uh, his fiance so yep <laughs> pretty pretty goofy cast we have like serious not serious filling all the tropes like it, it is perfection with the lineup <laughs> dots like in from demon slayer Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> Literally the exact same energy. The idea of everything is about me. You guys are my lackeys. <laughs> I'm super powerful, even though he's not, but he is. He, like, gets more powerful. <laughs> yeah, Dot is definitely powerful, but not anywhere close to Mash or Lance. No, not at all. And Lance is a double line, so he has way more innate and magical ability than most. So with that, we also meet our antagonists, which are the uh, overall House Lang, because they're all divided up into houses, of course, you know, Harry Potter. <laughs> yes. So Mash is in House Adler with the rest of his crew. There's House Lang, there's House Orca, and uh, House Lang is our bad guys. They're led by the... Magia Lupus, I believe. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. First, Magia Lupus is Abel. Abel, the house prefect. Yep. 
So with that, the whole concept behind, you know, rising in status in the school is you need to pull off certain things. So doing well on tests, you know, reaching new magic abilities, like there, all these different things will get you coins. And as you add these coins up, they turn into gold coins. And you have to have a certain amount of gold coins to be able to proceed to the next steps and become the divine visionary. So House Lang, they're stealing everybody's coins so that they can become the divine visionaries and they completely monopolize everything. Mash isn't taking that. Hell <laughs> you no. want to take us through the uh, first, uh, the first uh, little spat that he gets into, which is one of my favorite parts. Oh, are you talking about with the vice principal? I am. <laughs> okay. All right. So this one, this one is one of my favorites. The vice principal is basically a house Lang person, a uh, Magia Lupus person. He's he's in on it with them. So he's trying to intimidate. Yeah, he's trying to intimidate Mash by saying, "You know what? I can kick you out anytime I want. I am super powerful in this school." Like, you better do what I say and let them do what they want or else. And instead of Mass just going, okay, he <laughs> proceeds to dig a hole and bury the vice principal. And you're like, what the F's going on? And then he explains himself. He says, you might be able to kick me out whenever you want, but I can bury you whenever I want. That was probably one of the funniest moments ever. And it totally worked. That vice principal was like, I'm not messing with this kid at all. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, dude, that, that scene right there 100% sold me. I'm like, okay, I'm watching the rest of the show. <laughs> yep. <laughs> like, just the goofiness, because they, uh, they're they trying to pick on Finn. When MASH steps in, the vice principal steps in. So I was like, oh, this is going to be the classic thing. He's like, oh, I'm going to expel you because you hurt him. And Mash is like, no, nah, we're not having that. <laughs> no, I can bury you. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it was so perfect for, like, the tone of the show. Because it's literally that, you know. Somebody's in trouble, Mash comes to help, and he just does not care. Like, uh, one of my other favorite moments of the show, which, you know, goes in line with this. Uh, I forget her name, but we get a... We get another test, and the whole idea is that you need to defeat these uh, monsters that are in the forest, and you need to take the uh, crest that they have in their head. So, of course, House Lang, they send out uh, Silva Iron, who is this, like, super powerful bully kind of character. His whole thing is he could make these, like, kind of crystallized uh, pillars come out of the ground. So he uses that. And he starts beating up Dot. And, uh, you know, there's a, a woman with him. I, I can't remember wasn't what her name Wasn't that Love Cute? No, it wasn't. It was another one. It she was someone else? Hair. Okay. Yeah. So uh, the girl is, like, seducing Dot because she has spells that can make you, like, fall in love with her. And um, so Dot thinks that he's protecting her. So when he gets challenged for his coins and everything... You know, he takes it, and he's getting beat up. So MASH steps in, and uh, she tries to use his... She tries to use the seduction magic on MASH. 
does not work at all. <laughs> and then Mash proceeds to defeat the bully. And then he goes to her and she's like, I'm so sorry. Like, oh, he made me do it. And it's like, okay. And then he wraps his arms around her. And I was just like, that's weird. And she's like, huh? And then he suplexes her. <laughs> <laughs> and basically just says, anyone could get it. <laughs> it, it was so uh, perfect. Like, uh, like his interactions and just like, just no the things holds. he does. <laughs> yeah. Oh. So I'm just going to speed run a little bit through the rest. So basically mm -hmm. they go through, I'd say like a, a semester, uh, all these little weird interactions. Uh, I definitely want to talk about my favorite moment. And then they end up, uh, Lemon ends up getting pretty much possessed by the leader of the Magia Lupus, Abel, and they follow her down under the academy into these big rooms, tunnels and stuff and they get separated. So the the group has to fight their own uh, members of the Nagia Lupus. So you get that through a few episodes. It ends with, of course, Mash and Abel uh, fighting. And then you get to the end where you get to see the big bad from outside of the school, way more powerful. And then Mash seems to be what they've been looking for. So you get that. And you get this weird ass scene about mash and the group just talking about how they're heroes and they did it and it was like what five minutes of them <laughs> doing that constantly just so yay, that was yeah yay we did it <laughs> we're the heroes yay so that sets you up for season two so there's more going on here and it ends with all the people that mash just saved and the group saved they wake up when everybody's talking about how mash can't use magic so now everybody <laughs> knows he can't use magic. Been hiding it the whole time until now. And that's where it ends. So that's that's pretty funny ending as well. But let's get to our favorite part, man. I don't know if this is your favorite part too, but basically it's a Harry Potter mandrake root. And they pull this thing out of a pot and it is just screaming and wailing. And that is in Harry Potter, but... The way they did this was so freaking goofy. It was like screaming in pain. I just couldn't stop laughing. That was that was insane. My specific favorite moment, I even though I'm not a Harry Potter guy, I think definitely one of them is the uh the Quidditch part. Oh, that was good. Like was so, so good. the whole thing is that uh Tom who is the like big like uh athlete guy he is like the man in uh house adler they need people for uh i forgot what they call it but it's basically quidditch yeah and he sees mash and he's like you're my guy you're gonna play with us and uh mash just you know he can't use the broom because he doesn't have magic so <laughs> mash decides the way that he's gonna do this he's like oh if i kick my legs really really fast i'll float in the air and he does it's just so goofy and so dumb but just like him kicking his feet back and forth he's able to do that and then on top of that he realizes that he could throw the ball so hard that nobody could stop it so he literally just starts getting the ball and just throwing it in boomeranging it over and over <laughs> yeah it, he just throws it in gets it throws it in, gets it and yeah they can't do anything about it so he becomes 
the uh, MVP of the match. And yeah. And then I think my other kind of favorite moment was um, uh, we meet Rain, who is Finn's older brother, who happens to be a divine visionary. And he wants to test MASH. So his abilities is he summons these swords and uh, throws them at people, you know, as you do with swords. And he throws one at uh, MASH and MASH catches it in between his fingers. And he was, I forgot the exact exchange, but he's basically he's like, well, that was rude. <laughs> I don't think I like you. <laughs> Pretty rude. Like just such an unbothered thing. And then <laughs> he finally throws like the ultimate attack at MASH and MASH just picks up one of the other swords and like, bunts it <laughs> like it's a baseball uh, it's just so goofy like i loved the show yeah i can't wait for season two this was this was great now let's get to the intro outro man take it away oh man so the intro absolute banger it is very reminiscent of like math rocky kind of stuff but without like heavy vocals really there's some in there, but man, it is just a banger. It is like, I can't think of a band to relate it to, but man, it is it, more on the metal side with like yeah. the riffing and shredding, but man, it's so good. And then uh, the, the outro, I believe, is one of your favorites. You want to yes. give the that? The outro is a banger, but not in the hard sense. In a, I can't believe I like this so much. It's like <laughs> this pop song where they're just singing about cream puffs different yeah. flavored cream puffs it's almost like and a 70s so kind of vibe it, it's definitely got the j-pop thing going on there but i love it <laughs> i can't stop listening to it yeah which one of my favorite series or my favorite anime series ever is love is war and love is war is very much like that with like quite a few of their intros so i was just like hell yeah this is basically like love is war but for cream puffs <laughs> all right so we got natural 20s two in a row man Two in a row. So anime's doing it for us. Netflix, not so much. Yep. What a surprise. <laughs> uh, all right. So until the next one, everybody, catch you later. See ya.